them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. My name's Kat. I am Wendy. And this is Tara. On today's episode, guys, we got a thick sode. We're jumping mm-hmm. into the mail sack. We're talking about the series finale and maybe the show as a whole. Killing Eve. Heard of it. Uh, we're going to the trailer park and we have nerd news. Oh my God. Mm. And we should yeah. probably talk a little Winona, right? And yeah. we're going to Purgatory. <laughs> wow. Let me we're add doing a that lot. to the rundown. <laughs> Ooh. Quick hit. Quick hit in Purgatory. Quick hit. But first, what the reason we're all really here is for Wendy to tell us, what day is it? Well, we've got, as you said, such a thick sewed. I'll keep it quick. Well, on this day that we're recording, it's Easter. Uh, for those who celebrate Easter, it's Easter. So I've got eggs boiling to die and uh, have some chocolate bunnies. And uh, it's Easter. On our recording day. It is. Uh, on the 19th. Uh, it's kind of some weird days coming up this week. We've got National Hanging Out Day. So if you want to hang out. <laughs> That's fun. And eat some garlic because it's also garlic day. Uh, the 20th, National Lima Bean Respect Day. So huh. respect lima beans. I am probably more likely to celebrate National Cheddar Fries Day, which is the same day. <laughs> You so, can put lima beans on top of your cheddar no, fries. No, no, no. no. You sure? Uh, no. Okay. Um, the 22nd is Earth Day. You like, you like peas in your mac and cheese. I mean, it could be good. Oh, that's good too. I do. That's true. Well, it's like Brussels sprouts, right? If you put enough garlic, balsamic, right. and salt on something, it's going to taste good. In theory. Uh, the 23rd <laughs> is um, National Take a Chance Day. So if there's something hmm. that you... Uh, Want to take a chance on? Take That's a, chance. a good day to do it. Take a, take a chance, chance. chance. Uh, And one more mention, the 24th. I do like this day. National Pigs in a Blanket Day. Whether Ooh, that means the food oh, or just wrapping cute little pigs in a blanket, <laughs> it's all good. As well as National Pet Parents Day. So that applies Aww, to all of us. That's nice. Pet parents. Um, to, to kind of come on the end of your happy Easter, I'm going to say happy Passover to all of our Jewish mm, friends yes. across the globe. Yes. Happy Pesach. Enjoy that uh, matzah. And that's Horoset. I've been practicing. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I'm glad you took that because I sounds right. To, sounds uh, right. To thank you. Anything it's, right? It's completely <laughs> right. Okay. Have a have a glass of Manischewitz and uh, enjoy the podcast. All right. <laughs> that's all. Those are all the words I know. Good. Uh, <laughs> hey, should we jump into the good old mail sack? Yeah. After you. Oh, right. thank you. Splash. Who are we starting with? Oh, it's me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking. If, if there's ever like a long pregnant pause, it's probably <laughs> you, Tara. Uh, I was building suspense. Oh, oh sorry. My bad. Good I wanted job. you to wonder if I was going to go and it worked. <laughs> it 100% worked. All right. I'm still wondering one. if you're going to I go. had no idea. Got one from, I'm trying to, if you'd shush. <laughs> I have one from Martina. Tara, you need to calm down. Oh. You know what, Wendy? You Uh-oh. should smile more. Oh, Jesus Christmas. We're fi- we're not even five minutes in. 
<laughs> Is it my turn? <laughs> Start off the day with some bickering here on the podcast because we're family. Mm. Okay, Martina says, Sup, guys. I wonder how many of the wonderful snoplings hashtag work in the hospital. Seems like enough to open your very own snop hospital. Oh, oh no. my God. Guys, oh. snops anatomy. Of course. Oh. We'd have to go. We'd have to top grace in terms of drama and craziness. The pilot c- could start in the ER with the arrival of an angry patient whose mis- mystery condition makes him constantly repeat, you should smile more. <laughs> Getting attacked by another patient who won't stop screaming, you need to calm down. The season's finale will include a lion or a bear uh, on crack roaming the corridors <laughs> in search of the legendary elevator where all those life-changing conversations take place. Wow. Z night retreat is around the corner. Ah, ah woo, Martina. <laughs> True, Martina. That would be an awesome show. Oh. We'd have to release all sorts of wild animals. <laughs> Not hospital. That would hospital. make for a lot of you know, and everything will just happen in, in that one elevator that they have. The one that goes all around the hospital. Hospital slash zoo. Hmm. Here's my mm. question. I mm. hope there are no bears on crack running around the Zenite retreat because we're going to be there. And <laughs> I just, bears on crack sounds bad. Yes, we're, we're going regular to, bears. to meet Martina yep, next we week. It's true. At the Zenite retreat. And we know T2 is, is going to be there. So at least two snoplings mm-hmm. are going to be at the retreat with us. If anyone else out there that doesn't usually write us, it's going to be there. Let us know. We can have a, a mini meetup. And I'd like to think that all the other all all the other people going <laughs> to retreat who don't know about the snob who don't love us yet, I feel like they're friends we haven't met yet. They're gonna love us. We're gonna warm their hearts by the end of the weekend. They're all gonna be snoplings. Yeah, we just you know if we had you know what we need to help mm-hmm. us with that Mm-mm. merch. <gasps> Wait, why haven't we thought about that yet? Why is no one giving us these us these ideas yet? I don't know. Boy. Well, <laughs> more on that later. A too late for that. But, <laughs> but for oh, next year, look out. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing. We're going to be talking about merch later on in this cast. Yeah. We yeah. got updates. Yeah, Martina, we will see you soon. You better identify yourself to us. We don't mm-hmm. know what you look like. So don't, don't. I mean, I don't mean to sound aggressive, but you better say hi to us. Hey, we're going to stand up on a table somewhere and say, where's my data? And then it. someone will point you out. Yes. Or they'll pull a Spartacus and they'll all go, I am Martina. I am Martina. And we'll never know. I am Martina. Martina. That'd be fun. Kill them all. No. <laughs> Hug them all. Right. all. You know, we also, we also have mail from Mish. Mm. Who says, I regret to inform you that I can't whip up some way hot smut due to the fact that I still haven't ever watched a single episode of Winona Earp. I'd wow. say I'd say whoops, but honestly, I enjoy that I can just completely skip a big huh. queer thing that doesn't speak to me and still have so much queer content in my life. Progress. Fair enough. I'm gonna hit okay. that uh, that that thought back. Uh, on later so um <laughs> I've, i'm gonna bring that up again uh okay. but should you ever be looking for some shoot smut to read on the pod probably the only one i've written that isn't obscenely long or just obscenely obscene is the one where shaw is a mechanic <laughs> no, that's Ooh. those are the ones we want the obscenely yeah. obscene exactly 
Uh, also, for some reason, I thought you guys had already watched Yellow Jackets, but apparently I was wrong. You'll probably want to know that there's a fair amount of gore and gruesomeness in general. Shocking from a cannibal show. And one episode <laughs> of the season would definitely warrant a report on does the dog die? Dog? Oh, no. I can't do it. I'm You're out. Me either. Out. I can't. Can't do anything with even where they don't die. If it's just sad, I guess. If it's hard. sad or yeah, or gets hurt. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, but hey, it doesn't end on that note. Because uh, Mish sent a picture of two kitties and says Aww. more pumpkin and Billy Lark content <laughs> is attached for your enjoyment. <laughs> and they just look so happy. Little kitties. There's also a toe. There's a there's a, a lone toe at the bottom of the frame. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, super cute kitties. Aww. Aww. Like a little uh torty yeah tor- torty torty tabby uh, right? tabby mm-hmm. with some white so uh, beautiful. just beautiful kitties they, they must be sibs possibly possibly although i have siblings that look nothing alike so you never know oh there you go but yeah thank you hmm. mish thanks mish um, oh but speaking of yellow jackets this is tara very disappointed oh. christina ricci mm. my my favorite was supposed to come to the the Hollywood Con this weekend um, in Burbank, and she pulled out. That's what she said. <laughs> now, Wendy, were you going to get something signed for Tara if Christina Ricci had been there? Well, Tara was going to bust her butt to get there if oh, Christina Ricci. Shit. I mean, if yeah. she couldn't make it, I for sure would have, but... Just assume. Um, yeah, I rode 65 miles <laughs> for my bike training yesterday, and yes, I was going to bust my ass to go over and meet Christina Ricci after if she was there. Amazing. I am just glad that she she pulled out good in time uh, before I had bought a ticket like or like gone over there. Like she yeah. did it like the week before. Like in Oh, so you knew I had it. Right. Um, I see. But I was still disappointed. But I mean, I would have been downright pissed if I had. Oh yeah, really busted my ass to get over there. Yeah, and then we would have given you a heads up. up that they that if she hadn't shown, because sometimes sometimes they just don't show. You know, even oh. though they can have their tables set up, and then they just Lori, our friend Lori, who I was there with yesterday, there was someone she was going to meet, and the table there were pictures on the table, and oh. then just sometimes they. You know, it's local. I think it's something they want to do. I don't know how it works. I don't know if they pay to get get paid to come or it's just like, hey, do you want a table? You keep everything you make. I don't know how this show is operates, but yeah, you know, I'm thinking since it's local, if something comes up in their life, they're just like, well, I'm not going to make it, you know? Yeah. So, so at least that didn't happen. Right. You knew ahead of time, which is nice. Uh, mm-hmm. But there was, I did, like I said, Lori and I went, the lines for the Back to the Future cast were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leah Thompson and what's his name who played Doc? Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd were out the door around. They were like doing, I've never seen them do like numbers of tickets or specific ticket times. Like you come back with your ticket. They were crazy. And then also uh, Danny Trejo and Charo. <laughs> she looks like picture Charo when she was, you know, back in the day. She still looks just like that. Only a little Amazing. But I did get to meet the, the wonderful Paige Turco from person of interest. She was, it was just oh. wonderful. And nice. then as I've told you guys, Ponch and John from chips. And now I have a, Old man, older man crush on uh, uh, Larry Wilcox, who played John, because he was very sweet. He looks yeah. good too. He's looking. He good. looked amazing. Yeah. I couldn't believe he's almost. He'll be seventy-five in May. I could not. Whoa! Believe it. Are you serious? He. I thought I would have put pegged early to mid sixties. Yeah, he looked fantastic. Good for him. Very nice. If you love chips back in the day, they're doing good. 
Boys, boys on the cycles doing well. And you told them your leather pants story. Yes. I wore leather <laughs> pants when chips came on. And he thought that was funny. And then I said, I just now I'm thinking, why did I have leather pants as a child? And I forget what he said. I was like, it was a very innocent day of having leather pants. I don't know. Everyone listening knows that there's more to the story. That this was when Wendy was a child. She yeah, right. wears not recently. put on leather pants to watch Chip. She doesn't just like see it on TV land and no. put on leather pants now. No, but I put on leather pants in my boots and I'd sit on a bench and I put my two Atari paddles together as the motorcycle handlebars and I was pretending oh, I was riding motorcycles with chips. The most 80s thing I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> and then when Donnie and Marie show was on and they would come out on ice skates, I would put my roller skates on and skate around with them. You're I was I was very Wendy. invested in living out my TV show <laughs> dreams. And <laughs> I think for all of us, we continue to get very invested in the shows we watch. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really just, it was cosplay as a kid mm-hmm. without totally. conventions. And now we do this still I love with that. fellow fans. So, so cute. I was cute back then. <laughs> hey, Good you ride. still are, Wendy Woody. You still got it. Well, we'll see what those leather pants are like. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, we've heard from Master Chief Jen. Master Jen Chief sent Ray? us nine beers. Ooh, all right. I think we had them all last night. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did. We had a snock <laughs> night out. We all went out to we dinner. Did. And we didn't record a podcast. So That's correct. No, with Lori and Noe, we had a fun mm-hmm. little uh, gathering. Got Noe's in-person perspective on the last ERPCon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. It was, it was great fun. Made us all jealous. Mm-hmm. She did. No, we yeah. all decided it sounded like so much fun, though. We're just going to try to go to as many as we can this year. <laughs> we're like, yes. when's that one? When's that one? <laughs> when's that one? Oh, maybe I can make that one. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Jen, uh, along with her nine beers, she says, happy and." No, she says happy third anniversary to my favorite thruple. Oh, here are three you. squared beers to help celebrate. <gasps> fun, I math. can't fun I, math. That's <laughs> that is the best kind of math. <laughs> I can't wait for the new merch to drop. Hashtag gay for Tara. I plan oh. to be rocking a snop shirt or two at Erp Expo in May, and I hope Ooh. to meet some fellow snop charts in person. And just so you know, the hashtag slew crew. Is all in agreement with you. Just say no to poop knife merch. <laughs> Enjoy the beers, Jen at Master Steve Jen. <laughs> well, we've heard you're right, Wendy. But nobody wants no. that, so we're we're safe. I'm protecting the world from a poop knife merch. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're pretty fun. Uh, thank you, Jen, so much. We appreciate it, and uh, I will see you at Expo. I'm going. Right. I'm be there. So look look for me. I don't know Wait, if I'll be wearing a sheet that? voucher. That's Nolens. Nolens. Okay. Nolens. That's okay. got to be one of the most fun places to That's, go to a con. Oh, I love. I mean, New Orleans just by itself is. It's going to get crazy at that con, city. I feel like. Yeah. It's gonna well, be I've got the ERP Division Expo page up right now, and I plan to buy my ticket because I don't want to miss out. No. That's what in Anaheim. That's right. Anaheim. Anaheim. Um, so thanks, Jen. Appreciate it. See you, see you in Nolens. Well, guys, we have some snail mail. Mm-hmm. Yes. Our P.O. box was bulging over the weekend. <laughs> so much so that they, you know, we, uh, what they do now at the post office up, up where we have our box. That's what she said. <laughs> you, if it's the package is too big, so you don't have to go to the front counter. Thank God. They just put 
everything in a larger box. They put the key to that box in your smaller box so that you don't have to go. So it's oh. really fun. It's like, where is like, it's like, find the box. It's kind of Treasure fun. hunt. It's like a tr- it is like a treasure hunt. Um, let me go first. We have a piece of, uh, uh, it appears to be an enveloped oh. car. Okay. <laughs> that was an aggressive. Snapping at aggressive. Yeah, very aggressive. aggressive. Wow. This is to cool. the snop. You need to calm no. down, cat. It says, oh, it's, <laughs> you need to calm down. How dare you? <laughs> it says, hope your birthday is chill. And there's a big old bottle of beer. Ooh. Hmm. I like that. Oh, whoa. Hello. Um, Use your words, cat. Use we have cash. It says, because hey. you're, you're the coolest. Happy pod yeah. birthday and thanks for all the laughs. I am neither Te- I am neither techie nor brainy enough to become techie, so please accept this small donation to Tara's te- charity ride. Aww, that's so thank sweet. you. Sorry, accept this small de- donation to this is Tara's charity ride. <laughs> Battle on. There's no name. What? <laughs> what? What's on the envelope? Apparently nothing. There's no return address. It's from Minneapolis, Minnesota, according to the postmark. Hmm. There's no name. There's no return address. There's nothing. There's just cold hard cash, which you're not supposed to send in the mail. But it worked this time. I'll accept it. So let's. Okay, we're gonna. (laughs) You will accept it. Um. Okay, so here's the clues we have. It it was bought at a Trader. It's a Trader Joe's Mm, brand card. So maybe they work at Trader Joe's. Or they frequent one. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the postmark is from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and it was sent on April fourth. Mm. Uh, it was a for, mm. it's a forever stamp. Okay, let's, <laughs> well, I try, have forever let's stamp. triangulate all Trader Joe's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I like it. Mm. Hmm. Have we ever received mail from some email from someone who lives in Minneapolis? You're like yes. <sighs> well, this is quite the mystery. No, no signature or nothing. Not even a oh. little hint. Just like and it, a it, man it, amount. Oh yeah, and it was just mailed. That's the actual. That's the stamp, and it it's wasn't in something else. It negative. was just. It was just. You know this. what? And it says they say battle on, so there's Zena. Battle of okay. There's only one Trader Joe's in Minneapolis, according to the map. Really? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So that narrows it down a little bit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we do with that information. Well, I feel I'll make like sure... it's right in front of us. Maybe we should search email or something and okay. Okay. later. And because I feel like, but but then I feel like they're trying to be anonymous because maybe it's just it's very nice. It's very it's very, it's very nice. Thank you, whoever how, you are. How are you doing on your goal? Where are you with your fundraising, Tara? Um, I have I think about four hundred to my minimum, and then. Uh, great my fundraising minimum and then um uh, like another 1200 or so to to my overall goal good for you so yeah i mean i'm really excited and i really have been very bad at posting and doing all the things i usually do on social media to help people kind of like keep up with what's going on so it's it's just a lot to have to do i've got trying to yeah i've got a lot of things going on this month so i'm trying to make time to do that but i really appreciate everyone you know i'm still getting donations from 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 people just from this podcast so i really appreciate it what if we we helped out and what if we like auctioned off a zoom hangout with us yeah that would, would you be want to perfect. do something like that? Maybe uh, yeah. people would want to do that. 
Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Even like be even, down with that. Even do like for twenty bucks, you just join this big Zoom thing. I don't know. So we yeah. can do. We let. We need to do something. We need to help you get to your goal and all that. Yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I'm. Right, I'm think about whatever. It. I mean, that's what. <laughs> well you know and i i still need to read and this is not for for any fundraising but i still owe a fanfic read and i'm aware of this i didn't want to i didn't want to bring it up now i could do that free one as like a little preview and then if you did we did one auction off you know i would could read like a private reading <laughs> I was gonna say I just read anything that oh. you request that really was requested as long as the author approved, but you know, I uh, a private reading that would be different. That would be another level. Again, it's like twenty bucks. You come into this big Zoom thing and everyone just watches Tara read smut. Okay, for, cha- for charity. For charity. For, for freedom. For freedom and for charity. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, let's think about that. Okay. Is it? Would anyone be interested in that? Let's, <laughs> yeah, just, let's just let's just reach out to the. Hey, would you that. would you want something like that? And it would be like your request, like your. Yeah. You know what? And since what, it was private, it wouldn't be it broadcast. Would, you could read whatever you want. That's true. Yeah. Now okay. that might be a little awkward. I don't know, or that's not. Fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh. Oh. Uh, hey, more snail mail. All right. <laughs> Who wants to go? What are you eating? What well, is that? Spe- yeah, speaking of snail mail, I'm actually about to eat one, something that Martina sent us a little while ago, but it just looks really good right now to Which me. Which flavor do you, it's the fudge, right? It is the alcoholic fudge, mm. but alcohol fill infused fudge. It is the- Perfect for a Sunday morning. Dark chocolate, <laughs> perfect for Easter morning. <laughs> dark chocolate, mango, coconut, and rum fudge. Yeah. Yummy. Wow. It has little fun fuddy on it. Let fun. me take a bite. <laughs> you're gonna take a bite and I'm gonna read, read something. <laughs> mm. What do you think? Delicious. That's good. Awesome. It's gonna take a lot of fudge <laughs> to get drunk off of that, but that's okay. It's good. All right. Well, um, Wendy, why don't you go? Because I'm okay. chewing. <laughs> yeah. We don't want that on air, do we? All right. I'm opening up a package. I don't know if this. We'll see if there's any sort of note inside. Instead of just trying to decipher it from the address. Oh, well, Kat, you were wrong as to what you thought this might oh, be. Oh, funny. Pull, please. It's very cool. Not okay. that the other one have been cool, too. But Hold it up. Hold it up. Yeah, and I'm just seeing it. see. I'm reading the note first. Oh. Wendy, happy year. Happy three-year anniversary. Here's a little something to mark the occasion. Thank you for making me laugh, smile, and sometimes even cry. You're very, you're awesome, you're awesome. Snop on from Neat. Oh, well, I said it says Wendy, but there's three. It says one says to Wendy, one says Tara, one says Kat. So Aww. from Neat, these I was gonna say, beautiful well, I beaded I bracelets. Oh, cool. Aww. What are that? Wait, Neeks. They're all like they've got um, little beads and different color beads. Or no, wait, are they bracelets? No, they're too big. They are. Oh, it is a bracelet. I guess you can size it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. So it, it hooks it. around yeah. like this. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they're I really cool. Chakra bracelet. Oh, uh-huh. chakra lava bra- rock bracelets with essential oil lava and bracelet. This is Tara. I know what those are. They're super oh. cool. And okay. they're yeah. rainbow. Yeah, they've got various Perfect. colors. 
Yeah. We'll be, we'll be bracelet pretty. buddies. Chakra, the uh, different parts of your chakra. Okay. I'm nice. In mine. We'll be bracelet Thanks. buddies. Neeks. That's very cool. Thank you, Neeks. Kat gave me this because she thought it was a packaged hoop knife. <laughs> Listen, it felt like it, felt <laughs> it like... kind of felt like it could have been. It the package shape and structure. It felt I was, I was ha- like, oh, these are poop knives. To, oh, to open God. it and, and find Wendy bracelets instead. <laughs> this is way better than a poop. So sorry. This is really cool. Look at that. It's very uh, I don't know if you can get a like the they're, different they're like layers. And, yeah, I love gorgeous. It. Thank you very much, Neeks. Did you say there was a note for each of us, or that was just well, to all I, of us? The thing I read it there because there's three different little gift things. So I read. I oh, just happened to read the one that had my name on it. I think they're the same, but there's since there's three bracelets. There's one that had my name, your name, and Kara. But That's yeah, because awesome. each one had its own little gift note. Thank you, Neeks. I just happened to read the one that was my name. That's awesome. Very cool. I'm putting it on right now. Awesome. Love you, Neeks. All right. Thank you, Neeks. Thank you. All right. I'm going to go for mine now. I got got one here. I've got, it is from Liz in LA. Okay. Um, And it says to snop. And then on the back, it's like, uh, this is a, you know, one of the priority mail, the small uh, boxes, right? And then on the back, it says, P.S. We did it. Winona. CSA. CSA's hashtag Mel was robbed. So you're damn right. She was. Yeah, this is all even before we get into the package. Hold on. I, it requires a sharp object. So you're using a pen. Using a pen. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, boy. How many pairs of scissors are in your house right now? Probably a lot, but I don't know where any of them are. <laughs> you well, didn't that's think not to maybe work. grab a pen. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't. Oh, don't that yourself. Time, not to worry. <laughs> oh no, do I need to bring you some scissors? Looking There's... around. Hold on. Hold please. <laughs> Wendy, let's see that that bracelet. Looks good. Ooh, oh, I love it. That's it's like a cool. layered yeah, situation. Yeah, it's yeah. got a bunch of different layers. I'm and I don't know. I guess you can wear it's your preference if you want it, the bracelet, you know, where which one you want the beads on, like close to your hand or not. And it's got a cool little magnetic clasp. Oh wow, it's really neat. Very fancy. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Wait to get it. All right, I'm back. Oh, good. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna there is a card, there is and then an item. Ooh. Uh, but there it's a um postcard. It says the Sherlock Holmes restaurant. Can you oh. see that? Oh, it's funny. cool. Looks like, a, looks like an old pub. And then there's a lot of writing on the back. Amazing. So give me a second. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Liz says, What up, Snap? Just up? got back from London. Oh, yes. AKA you. Cadbury Heaven. Okay. Uh, when I saw. <laughs> Did you short circuit? What up? No, I think the writing is. is she, does she write like a serial killer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's going to take a lot of effort to read that. It's all very. When I saw <clears throat> these. When, when I heard your joke, I. Instantly thought, oh boy, <laughs> gotta get those for the girls. Okay. I gotta, I don't know, 
I don't think this is right. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> now, <laughs> disclaimer. Note that there are not chocolate bands of mini eggs mini eggs oh my god the undisputed greatest candy of all time great it's our chocolate watching Tara try to read this with many eggs embedded in them okay you're not about to, oh wait, you're not about to take huge bites of mini egg, all deliciousness, of course. <laughs> I did also purchase bags of mini eggs for you, but ended up eating them all myself. Good for you. You know how it is. Good for you, Take care, idiots. Love is now back in LA. That's great. I That's think fine. I think well, about five percent well, of that was incorrect. Well in done. I also love that one of our nicknames is now idiots. Yeah. <laughs> idiots. <laughs> okay, I'm opening this now. Okay, great. Um. Bag. Oh, many. See, I had Cadbury <gasps> and mini, mini eggs. eggs. There you go. You got it. One yeah. for each of us. I love it. Woo-hoo. Oh, thank you, Liz. I love Cadbury mini eggs. Thanks. And these are British, so they're probably yeah. very good. Oh, they're actually probably British. Yum. Way better than our version. Hey, I'm with micro with micro yeah. mini egg inclusions. Oh, interesting. So it's like a bar with mini eggs baked in or something or like yeah amazing it's cadbury chocolate oh, with yum. baked in mini eggs ah even better more in- that's very interesting mm, 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 mm. um cadbury. awesome yes. thanks liz where i saw these no i still know there's one no, line okay. i can't i can't read i'm trying so hard <laughs> is it is it like a cipher is it some sort of cryptic <laughs> no. uh it's like hieroglyphics <laughs> But I can't. This is exactly how I write to you. So right. well, it's a postcard. Really. So you know, she had to like. It's hard to write lines without lines. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yes. very. It's very. mine. Always end up going down this way. And so this um, picture on the back it says the Sherlock Holmes, ten Northumberland Street, London, mm. London town, London town. It's a pub, a real looks, pub. I that love, is awesome. I love a pub. It looks fun. Oh yeah. All right, Liz. Well, I'm sorry I butchered that, <laughs> but we appreciate that. We do. And Liz, we, we and it's perfect last... timing on Easter. We, we got them. That's true. We were talking last night about how we need to just have a snop meet up in LA mm-hmm. and see if we can get a bunch of snoppers together and hang out at a bar or something. So, um, are there any other snoppers in LA that would be interested in doing this? Let us know. Hmm. All right. Well, would we got you this... be willing to drive to the valley? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. We do have to, have to stipulate that. Um, okay, we have another box. There's more snoplings down in other parts of LA. We can drive. Sure. 
I mean, I get well, maybe we have like a moving. We can move around. Fun. Like, yeah. like like a lesbian bar night. It's like okay, this night's oh, here. Right. This night's here. Because LA has no lesbian bars, we have to have a rotating night. Exactly. True. So we have this package. It's a, it's from our friends at the Why Not Podcast. Mm. <laughs> Opening it up. <clears throat> There's a note. Uh, it says, fellow pod nerds, I saw this at the market and had to get it for you. They were out of the chocolate frosting, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Miss you all, love, Anne. Oh. Guys, we have the Dolly Parton cake mix. Yay! Oh, coconut. We have the coconut, and we have the, oh, they're both coconut. We have the coconuts. Oh, love a coconut coconuts. cake. Oh, my God. And they're we also have the but, the creamy buttercream mm. frosting. Oh, Wow. Uh, this is fantastic. Is that chocolate was, frosting or is that also buttercream? It's also buttercream. Oh, man. So when this is prepared, Kat, yes. you have to save the boxes. Oh, oh yes. sure. I want beautiful. one of the boxes yeah. for the pod pub. They're just yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. such good dolly artwork. Perfectly, they are pink. Moist. Mm. They are. She looks fabulous. It's got she her does. little signature. So oh, cute. the hair. Such good little illustration there. I love it. So excited. And coconut. I love coconut. I love this coconut. Is I don't, but I'll I eat it because so it's Dolly. Excited. Oh, no. I'll eat it because it's Dolly. Yes. So thank you, Anne. Thank, thank you, Anne. Um, maybe we'll have a cake party. Maybe Anne will be invited. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Seems only fair. It does seem and Anne, you better awesome. be at the damn snop LA meetup. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to get people to show up is to tell them that Anne's going to be there. That's right. <laughs> then it's a party. <laughs> it's a party. So now it's a, now it's going to be fun. And we need you. Please, <laughs> Anne, help us. All right, it's time for some nerd news. Woo! Oh, we're just getting nerd to that. News. Nerd <laughs> news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. We have a lot to talk about in that giant mail sack. Oh, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a sign or. Tara, take it away. Do we have some sort of hand it's signals? It's the first story that's under the nerd news. Okay, okay. <laughs> Calm down. Whoa. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we're already on Snop's Anatomy. Okay. So, first piece of nerd news mm. is Zoe Bell. Zoe Bell is set to direct an untitled action comedy inspired by her short film Boss Bitch Fight Challenge for Lionsgate. So do you remember this boss bitch fight challenge that happened uh, during COVID? Hell yeah. And it was, uh, I don't, I don't, was it on Twitter or, you know, on social media, basically yeah, edited together. So we kind of reached out to some of her friends. I don't know if they're all her friends or it was kind of like friends of friends. And then they told someone else, but it was just a bunch of awesome female celebrities or just, you know, uh, I don't know. I think there were some women. Stars, yeah, stars, stars women, yeah, star just any yeah. kind of just a, a wide range of folks. Um, and it was kind of like they're having this continuing fight. So it was really well done. And, you know, they would, one person would punch a person, they'd go off screen or come back and punch it. And then they'd be punching <laughs> yeah. another person and they'd go off and it would just kind of continue. It was so well done. So well fun. done. Yes. So now it says, uh, this is from Deadline, um, Lionsgate has picked up an action comedy pitch from writers uh, Kirsten Kiwi-Smith and Mamrie Hart for Zoe Bell to direct, inspired by the stunt woman's viral short film. 
The new project will be produced by Rab Ta- Ra- Rob Tappert. Rob Tappert. Rob Rab Toppert. Rab Toppert. I've heard of him. He did purchase uh, two copies of Wicked Azena Musical. Say that. <laughs> We're big fans. Of <laughs> he, in fact, was the creator producer of Xena. Heard of him. Um, and Rommel Adam, alongside some other people that I don't know. Um, Smith and Hart will also executive produce. Sorry. <laughs> uh, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> in the shorts. Belle <laughs> is home and bored during the pandemic lockdown and picks a fight with her boss bitch friends. Glorious mayhem ensues. Um, it doesn't, it just says, I'm just trying to look up kind of what this is going to look like in feature form. Um, it's going it to be a story with a lot of action, I guess. Probably yeah, the story it doesn't is like, really you know. go into too much about anything uh, in that regard. Um, yeah, no, no plot. Probably don't yeah, know no yet. Plot. <laughs> um so it, it just kind of says uh you know zoe's built up a huge fan base over the years which is no surprise because she's a bona fide icon who kicks ass and take name takes names yeah. and part of the film industry is uh that is still dominated by men so she was right. of course Cena's stunt double one of them mm-hmm. if you weren't familiar mm-hmm. so we were familiar with her long before this viral short um yeah. And, you know, she's also in Kill Bill. Mm. She was Uma Thurman's stunt double. So right. she's been around for a long time. Um, so she's very respected big... within the stunt community. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. So, um, again, it doesn't really have a lot further details other than that, but good for her. Well, good for her. And also the fact that Rob's involved. Yes. I kind of feel like we're going to get a Lucy cameo. Oh, I would in hope the original. So. Yes. I think Lucy's the first one. I think she punched. I think Zoe punches Lucy mm. in this short. I think Lucy's the first one that we see get punched. That's awesome. Cannot wait for so, this. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope Lucy's in it. She has. Yeah. To. But even if she's not, it'll be I fun. Mean, Maybe it's like a girl fight club. Right. <gasps> you know? Yeah. Oh. Mm. That would be nice. Okay. <laughs> that would be nice. All right. Well, good for you, Zoe. <clears throat> yeah. We'll be watching this. Oh, sure. our little yeah. Xena stunt double has just shot up in the ranks of awesomeness in Hollywood and stunt. And now she's directing and she's acted and stuff. Very cool, Zoe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hometown girl does good. Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, from like everyone on that show, like, I feel like her and Lucy have had the biggest careers. Eh, Carl did pretty well. That's a good point. Carl, Lucy, (laughs) and Zoe. I think, and Bruce Campbell was already Bruce Campbell. So obviously he's, he's, he's he's not Kiwi though. He's not Kiwi. Oh, true. Yeah. Those three are, you know, Kevin Smith, I would have loved the scene where he would have gone. Oh man. I think he would have had quite a, quite a future ahead of him. What a loss. That was tragic. Good dude. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, speaking of tragic. So unfortunately, we found out uh, late last month that Bruce Willis has something called aphasia. Um, He's going to retire from acting because of it. Uh, It's a brain disorder that affects a person's cognitive function and ability to communicate. So it's very sad news. And obviously this, you know, he is an iconic action star. And uh, it seems like most people who 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 know him personally say he's a great guy. So it's very sad. Um, and one way that to celebrate Bruce Willis is to watch some of his old stuff. Like most people say Die Hard is like his, you know, the top of his movie, uh, movie appearances. Like it's a great movie, untouchable action movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, before there was Die Hard, 
There was a show that Bruce, the, the, the show that made Bruce a star, Wendy, I think you might, you would agree with this because you probably watched it. Wholeheartedly. I think we've talked about it. Yes. So there's a show called Moonlighting. It starred Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis. It was on in the 80s, 1985 was when, it's, when it premiered. It was on for five, uh, it aired until 1989. So it's a very, it's a very 80s, 80s kind of show. But it was one of the first shows that was successful in, in the dramedy uh, category. There was drama, it was an hour drama, but there was a lot of comedy in it. And the chemistry, chemistry between these two characters, David Addison and Maddie Shoot, what is her name? Maddie. Oh, Sybil Shepard? Oh, Maddie. Yeah. Maddie, the last name? Mm. Yeah. Maddie Hayes? Maddie Hayes. Woo-hoo. Nice. Wendy. <laughs> the chemistry between these two characters was, was what made the show. Like their sexual tense, sexual tension, you know, uh, David played by Bruce is this smart aleck kind of like, you know, see to your pants kind of guy. They, they work in a detective agency. This is the setup. And they go around solving crimes, having fun. The, this is such a great show. It's a very 80s show, but Tara, you would love this show. And so unfortunately, because there's so much music in the show, and this is way before streaming, and so like music licensing has changed since this show. So there was no sort of, um, no, uh, no music rights were secured past original airing. So you can't, they can't stream the show because it would be impossible. So unfortunately, you know, Disney owns this show. And the, the creator of the show, his name is... Lynn Gordon Karen, or is that... That's him. He was like, hey, guys, can we put the show up on Disney Plus? Can we get this on streaming? And it sounds like Disney's like, yeah, it's like money. We got to run down all these licensing music rights. And he's like, well, why don't we just switch out songs for cheaper songs? And they're like, yeah, we don't want to do that. Uh. Unacceptable. This is a great show. It's one of the best shows in the 80s. It's on a bunch of top 100 lists of greatest TV of all time. What, a, what better way to honor this man? This is my favorite role. Uh, for Bruce Willis, in my opinion. David Addison is what made him a star. Give Get these goddamn shows up on Disney+. Plus. Disney doesn't have enough money yeah. to secure the music rights to this show. Disney doesn't me? have a big, big enough music catalog that they could throw up some other songs that would work. Exactly. It's like, it's not even 70 episodes. They sit somebody down in a room. You go episode by episode. Just start switching out music, man. Mm-hmm. And honor this man, honor honor Bruce Willis. This recreated Sybil Shepherd's career. She was not not in a good place career wise, and then this show gave her sort of another, you know, a second uh, second shot. This is an incredible show that people aren't going to be able to watch because of fucking money. So fuck you, Disney Plus. <laughs> wow, you are irate. Wow, rant rant alert. <laughs> Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Honor the, honor this man. This is a great show. Rant over. You want a little okay. trivia there, Kat, on this uh, this show? Sure. So Give it to me. I was just looking back because it was such, I feel like it was the first show that I remember that like the chemistry of the the leads. And I don't know. I didn't, I, this was the first show that I remember being like the chemistry was the thing. I mean, it's a great show all around. This is, this show I think is part responsible for the reason that TV shows are so hesitant to get their leads together till the last minute because as soon mm-hmm. as Dave and Maddie hooked up, the magic kind of like they didn't handle it well, I guess, or right. something. Never, it lost the, the intrigue yeah. that it was like that back and forth. Will they, won't they think? They, and as soon they. as they did, audiences kind of dropped off. So, yeah. um, but 
So I was just reading that that Maddie was written for Sybil and Bruce Willis, who was unknown at the time, was the Mm -hmm. very last actor to audition for the part. Robert Blake, (laughs) a.k.a. Tony Beretta on Beretta and also radio personality Rick Deeds were two of the people in contention. Weird. Sybil (laughs) Shepard was wanting someone named Harley Venton to get it, but they said, nope, we're giving it to Bruce Willis, who was also at the same time up for the role of Jason Seaver on Growing Pains. I can't even see that being a thing, but, you know. Brilliant, I mean, brilliant casting for both of these characters. Great theme song. Great music, which that's Great the thing. Great supporting cast. Alice Beasley, remember? Alex or Alice Ghostly or whatever her name she played. Uh, yeah. They're the secretary. Yeah. Al- um, Agnes DePesto, Alice Beasley played her. Right. She was great. Great I cast. Mean, you know, yeah, this this show made made Bruce Willis a star. There's no Die Hard without no. Moonlighting. I remember the articles when he jumped to Die Hard. People were like, oh, he's doing an action movie. Will it be any good? And upset. It was like amazing and it's legendary. And, you know, Die Hard set, exactly. set the tone for a lot of action movies going forward. But yeah. And then he just, that was it. Like he, his career was made. Like, you know, uh, again, there's no, there's no, there's no Bruce Willis that we know today without Moonlighting. Right. I don't... And of course they, they apparently didn't like each other. No. <laughs> of course they never do. That's right. <laughs> It's very anyway. um, castle. <laughs> <Where> <laughs> exactly. Even like even X Files, they they uh, there was a couple seasons when they did not like each other. I'm sure you're around each other as much as these guys are, and with it's strong A type actor personalities, they're gonna butt heads. But exactly. But they make great TV. They do. Regardless, give um, us moonlighting, please, for the love of God, put that somewhere. It was such a great show. I would love a rewatch yeah. of that. Actually. it's a classic speaking of things that are awesome harrison ford is awesome in case you didn't know and uh <laughs> recently mads mickelson aka from hannibal and also the legendary rogue one uh is in this next indiana jones called indiana jones five at this point um he's been doing some interviews and he's for one he's talking about the film in general he feels like more of a more of the first two not this last crystal skull nonsense, but mm. the the original Raiders types films, which is great. I didn't want it to end on that crystal crystal skull note, no. but so it sounds like they're going in the right direction with Indiana Jones five. He also talks about Harrison Ford, talking about how the first day they were shooting it was a night shoot. They were done at five a.m., and then Harrison jumped on his mountain bike, went biking for fifty kilometers. I'm an American, uh-huh. so I don't know how far that is. So. But just 40, at least 40 miles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so apparently Harrison is just a beast, but he says a very nice monster. He's like big. <laughs> he, I mean, I'm sure Harrison is such a presence. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. when you're around him. But yeah, there it sounds like. And of course, the director of this new Indiana Jones did Logan, which I haven't seen the whole thing, but I remember getting great reviews the way. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah it is um, great. So. I feel like they're definitely going back to the feel of the first one or two of the series. And I mean, like respecting the feel of the first one, but also giving us something a little different, but not like crystal skull different. No. And fucking joke. Yeah. I feel like, you know, Spielberg's the best. (laughs) He's the master, but I feel like he also started looking at sometimes movies like this as did George is like, well, they're for kids. They're kids movies. Okay. Mm -hmm whatever 
Raiders of the Lost Ark didn't pander to kids and kids no, love it and adults love it. Movie. Indiana Jones was allowed <laughs> to shoot people now and again. In fact, one of the best Indiana Jones scenes of all time was because he shot someone and yep. just make a good movie. Quit worrying about making it a little cartoonish or, you know, we don't want to extra vibe. I mean, it's not like Indiana Jones was there. No, okay. The second one was a little violent. He's like ripping hearts out of people. That's that. Sure. But, and it also led to the PG-13 rating being created, but Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that's the movie that so we need something between G and R or PG and R because it's not R, but I don't know about PG because there's a lot of violent stuff happening in this movie. So hence PG-13. Hmm. So, you know, Mads, Harrison, James Mangold, whatever you're doing, I hope you're- Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in this movie. Oh, that's right. Oh, cool. Right. right, right. Oh, I have high hopes for this. I, don't I let do us too. down. Don't let us down. Don't let us down. Not again. Mm -mm. We want this. I'm guessing this is Harrison's last Indiana Jones. Who knows? I'm, I'm going to see his wife in a play this week. So if he's there, I'll ask him. You should. <laughs> I'll check in on that. How's Please it going? Because, you know, he's my husband. So <laughs> he doesn't know it. Unless he doesn't know he does. <laughs> uh, well, listen, let's quickly get in the truck. We're going to purgatory. She Nerds Out presents Live from Purgatory. <laughs> it's really short. We're not even going to get out of the truck. We're just doing nice, a bye-bye. Nice weather here. Yeah, we'll just it roll the windows nice. down. Um, They won the Audience Choice Awards. As the they say, not a big shocker. Good. Not a shocker. Unfortunately, or, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, 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 no. I was just saying for Winona, the overall show. Yes, yeah. correct. Mm -hmm. The show. And unfortunately, Melanie Scrifano did not win. Who did she lose to? Actress. Do you know off the top of your head? Don't know. Oh, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought there was a good chance that she was going to get it. Because it felt mm -hmm. like this mm -hmm. was like the CSAs being like, hey, good work on Winona. They got a lot of good awards. Mm -hmm. Tim won an award. The composers won. Like it, I felt like this was their, the CSAs way of saying, you know, good job and, you know kind of a last uh, hurrah, but uh, unfortunately Mel did not win it. Wow. Mm, I feel like she deserved it. For the acceptance speech, did they air the con footage? They did. Hmm. It was great. So like just this huge screaming crowd and Emily accepting the award and she's just surrounded by the cast. So it was oh, really nice. cool. <laughs> it's pretty special. And I mean, to be able to see like, yeah, we're accepting our word from our huge fan convention. Mm -hmm. The show is very much alive. So nothing but good for the optics on this. You know what I mean? Like networks are going to take notice of this kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. hopefully, um, hopefully this is all just building towards wherever the show ends up. The, the sh we will see Winona again. I'm very confident mm -hmm. in what iteration. Don't know yet. But Emily came out of this last convention at Everlooza saying very much like I am not done with these characters so really? hopefully yeah. hopefully she can um they can find Winona a new home sweet all right roll up those windows let's go to the trailer park step right up step right up welcome to the she nerds out trailer park let's go to Vegas <laughs> first oh. first up Vegas no noise for hacks hacks season two trailer um if you haven't seen season one of the show definitely go watch it um is it on what's it on hbo it's max on HBO. hbo max yeah. that's right so season two starts was a may 12th something like that um the sure. trailer is up it looks like a lot of fun i can't wait 
I mean, it's kind of set to to music. So make your own kind of music. Yep. A song. Lost. If you've ever watched Lost, you know that it is legendary for Lost. But mm-hmm. whatever they used it in this trailer. It looks a lot of things going on in the trailer. Can't wait to see how the awkward end from last year carries over (laughs) and how that relationship blossoms. But, you know, it seems like they've worked through it to some degree. Yep, still together. Uh, I'm very excited about this. This starts like a week after Girls 5 Eva. So May is going to (laughs) be a really big month for me show-wise. Then (sighs) Obi-Wan, you know, so many things. Yeah. By the way, don't just decide... Well, let me just check out season two to see if I want to no. watch. No, you have to watch this show from the beginning or mm-hmm. you'll have no Absolutely. context of the characters or how they relate or how they get to where they are in season two. You got to watch yeah. season one first. And it's not long mm-hmm. and it's an easy, good, fun, it's freaking watch. funny. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's Jean Smart mm-hmm. in the role that as of and it's queer. Amazing. The, yes. And that the other girl in it is a uh, bisexual. So she is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right, Wendy. There's no other. For for no other reason than Jean Smart, watch this show. Mm-hmm. For all the great she's roles fantastic. she's had in her life, this is the role that could be like the role of her lifetime because it's so right. it's amazing for her. and just adds to the list of great characters she's played. So, and here's the thing: it's like you're thinking about actors like Jean Smart and even you know Sybil Shepherd back in the day. I dare I say these middle aged women who are fucking fantastic and who don't, there aren't enough shows like this to showcase actors like this. It's upsetting, but at least we have the ones that we do. And like, I'm, I'm a Fiona Shaw. Uh, right. Eve, yeah. I'm in love with this woman. Mm-hmm. Like I would do anything <laughs> yes. for like Fiona Shaw. Don't hold I, the end I, of the show. I, love, <laughs> I awesome. love a woman of a certain age mm-hmm. who's just killing it on screen. I love, mm-hmm. and Jean Smart is, is on the top of that list. So watch it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so mad this week. No. Cat is very aggressive. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, what? I'm not going to tell you to calm down. I'm I'm taking all those jokes back. I'm going to, I'm validating your feelings, Cat. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Tara. I appreciate that. And I'm not going to tell you to smile more. Okay. Even though you have a great smile. Oh, thanks. That's, <laughs> that's nice. That's nice to say. Um, speaking of absolutely nothing, <laughs> the new t- the, the new trailer for Stranger Things <laughs> season four dropped, and I know that you guys don't watch this show. I don't know how many snoppers watch this show. I love this show. The trailer looks incredible. It's going to be an epic season. It always is, but it looks incredibly tense and scary. Lots of new, like there's a new bad guy. Hmm. New locations. It looks amazing. Uh, I can't wait. I'm excited. And I'm just, I just can't wait. I just wish you guys watched the show. You'd really like it. Watch the first scary. I tried watching some too scary. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't, didn't feel connected. Me neither. And it does. But I'm happy for you, Kat. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Tara and I are kind of in the minority because I know a lot of people oh, yeah. really love it. I mean, it's huge. They have Stranger Things pop ups that you know where you can go have a Stranger Things experience. It's a huge show. Yeah. It is huge. We got was this the fourth season or the fifth? Season four. Okay, so we got four seasons on Netflix. That says something because Netflix likes yeah. to cut their shows off as soon as they get started. So, and each season is very good. There's no like stinker. You know mm. what I mean? Like 
and luckily it's the same showrunners for the entire. Well, I mean, that uh, helps. Speaking of ways to handle that badly, Killing Eve. Mm. But, <laughs> but Stranger Things has been the same. Uh, same creators. The creators are still running the show, and that makes such a big difference. Mm. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's a great show. If you, if you, it's just like a perfect summer show. I love that they they the seasons usually come out in summer. It's just, it, I don't know, it definitely, there's enough nostalgia that speaks to my childhood, and it's, you're right, it is scary, there's some spooky stuff, there's some really fun sci-fi, it's just, it has everything, guys, it's got everything. Anyway, <laughs> it's coming I'm back. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. When does it start, Kat? June? I think it starts in, there's, they're splitting it up into two seasons, like, uh, two halves of a season, and... I think the first one's in May. Oh. I might be wrong. Hold on. Hold, please. May is getting bigger. <laughs> okay. So May 27th, the first half of the season is coming out. And then I think, oh, shoot. I think the second half is in July. Hmm. But yeah, May 27th. It is. May is a big month. Well, well you'll have to report back. Hopefully you <laughs> I certainly will. Hmm. Speaking of killing Eve. Uh, <laughs> here we are. Uh, here we are. So I... I caught up. I was all caught up. Mm -hmm. I finished the last, I finished the finale minutes before meeting you guys at the, <laughs> at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And you had some fresh feelings. Very fresh about feelings. About the finale. So how, so here, and, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was, how long did it take you to catch up? Like, did you go back to back to back all day or was it like over a few days? So I, I made it through. Um, the, the sea, uh, season three took me about three days to get through. And then season four was like two days two like one and a half. Okay. So, okay. and it, I know it's different than watching it every week. So I have, I, I'm sure I have a very different perspective. I wasn't as invested just cause I didn't have, to, I wasn't waiting as long between seasons and you get these expectations, but, but. Mm. Um, but all that said, and I love the show. I love the characters. Um, there was no way that this finale was not going to be disappointing. Right. Like, I feel like no matter what happened, it was going to be disappointing. Hmm. Because, spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler alert. I feel like, you know, I thought they were going to kill more people off than they did. Unfortunately, I feel like Bill now, like, how, how do you, you can't, she's a very hard character to redeem. Mm -hmm. Obviously very complicated, very sympathetic. By the end of it, mm -hmm. I was definitely sympathetic t towards her, but like, how do you reward that character with a happy ending? It's, it's hard to do that. Mm -hmm. They could have tried, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean... You know, right. yeah, we, we we got a taste of what that happy ending could have been for like about five minutes in the last 15 minutes of the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just a little taste. Uh, but no, what about you guys? I'm sure because, you know, Wendy, you've been watching from the very beginning. I have thoughts. So many thoughts. So <laughs> thoughts? first of all, when the episode aired, I had seen a little thing on Twitter. So I had a feeling what was coming, no matter how happy it looked at the time. I knew it was. What did probably, you see? It, How did you? So what, look, it was, was someone had tweeted out that 
oh, now uh, Jodie Comer needs to do like Amy Acker and just tell people that Villanelle's alive or something like that. Mm. So nothing hashtag killing you. I wasn't looking for it. It was like someone just talking about how Amy Spencer's come out and say, well, maybe Ruth's alive or something like that. And it was just some random comment someone made that I just thought, well, obviously she's dead. So, um, you know, even even before the season, here's the thing. Before the season, even I was just like, ah, what do you think? Because it's just the type of show you just don't expect everyone to roll out of alive. So yeah. we put up our poll. 38% of the people we polled said, I mean, it's 45 votes. It wasn't a ton of people, but they thought they picked Villanelle dies, Eve lives. They picked the right mm-hmm. ending. 31% said they both live. So it's not like, even then when I'm putting the poll up, I'm not thinking, oh, it'd be horribly tragic if they kill off Villanelle, you know, a lesbian character who's innocent. Because to the show up at that point, had never, I mean, they'd had this flirtation, this back and forth, but they never established like, here's a happy little gay couple you know here they're happy and they're together so i wasn't shocked that villanelle ends up dying i think the hard part and even when i watched it that night i was like oh that sucked but i kind of was coming but there was a lot of nice stuff and i love the season overall and you know the Mm -hmm. ending where again spoiler if you're listening already you're spoiled but fiona (laughs) shaw who we both love who i love through the whole season uh had some great stuff with Villanelle. So the fact that she ends up being the one at the very end to, to call the signal that takes out Villanelle, just, I mean, that's completely, to me, Carolyn's character, always looking out, playing the game. Well, and the more we learn about her, the more we right. realize she has no loyalty. Right, it's mm-hmm. to herself. To herself. So yeah. it makes sense. I feel like it's an interesting closure to the show that, especially after the moment she and Villanelle had had, especially since she'd known Villanelle, who she was as a child, um, they mm-hmm. had that moment, which I loved the episode where they're hanging out together. I just in loved Havana. it in Havana. Yeah. And so the fact that she's like, you know, she pulls the trigger to, you know, so to speak, to, to take her out. I feel I f- it felt right. Honestly, mm-hmm. it, it didn't feel completely out of character for her where that would happen. Now, the issues I had for one, you know, they ended season three in this moment. They're on the bridge and Eve's like, I don't know how to deal with this and you and, and Villanelle's like, all right, then just walk away. Don't look back. And it's done. And of course, Eve looks back and Villanelle's looking at her like, I need you to look back at me. So it set it up for a cool place that they could have possibly spent this season somehow working together and not perfect mm-hmm. all the time, but somehow making it work. But then all of a sudden season four starts. And Eve's with some dude we would like you so if I liked him, but all of a sudden she's yeah. kind of friends with benefits with him looking for the 12. Eve is trying to find religion to be good to get win over Eve. Like th- no explanation of how it got from the bridge to this. Yeah. What happened? Uh, who knows? These two and seasons. that's why I felt like through this season, there was so much of this effort to keep them on separate pages. E- you know, Eve just didn't want anything to do with Villanelle. And then as the series went on, Eve kind of realized how much she did care about Villanelle or whatever that she needed her in her life. And then there were reasons that Villanelle didn't want, didn't reciprocate at the time because she heard Mm -hmm. Eve had kissed Helen, even though it made nothing. And so they just kept fabricating reasons to keep them apart and at odds for whatever reason. And they had this subplot of Villanelle going off with gun, which I mean, maybe that showed Eve how much she wanted to come get her, but it was to me, put them together more. We didn't need this gun subplot of her going to the island with this other killer, whatever, Villanelle doing that. So it's insane that there's the four main characters, right? Uh, Constantine, Villanelle, Eve, and Caroline. Yeah. They're hardly together. Right. There's, there's a, they, they each have some scenes. In my, uh, I was talking to my friend Chalice not, last night, who's very angry about the finale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said there's two scenes with Constantine and Villanelle in the entire season. Oh. Yeah. They mm-hmm. definitely kept you them have, apart. They had a lot in the early seasons, but why keep all these great characters yeah. apart? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. That, that was a big thing. I, I, 
to that token, to that note, I did love Pam. I ended up really liking Pam. Was great. Pam. <laughs> Pam was great. And I figured Fun. the reason she was brought in, she was going to kill somebody, whether it was Constantine or Villanelle. And, yeah. but I do like at the end of it, after she kills a couple people that she kind of both liked both of them and felt bad yeah, about both of them. And did. then, and then I, I assume Carolyn's offering her to take out Villanelle maybe at the end. And she's like, do you want the job? She's like, no, thanks for the coffee. She walks out yeah. like, all right, I'm getting out of this. Like Constantine wanted her kind of mm-hmm. to get out and she did. So good for yeah. Pam. Um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't even think about that. How they Where does Pam all... go from there? That's what I want to know. Good well, question. I feel like Pam gets out unscathed. Unless someone tracks down. Well, the I know, that, but I'm saying you know, then when she gets bored, does well, she decide she to work for another? She had a little boyfriend you know? at the carnival. Maybe she goes back there. She enjoyed working <laughs> okay. with him at the food cart, but that's true. She um, had the time. Yeah, she kind of saw a little side of Hope a fun life with the guy off. who liked her. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, I didn't even realize that they were not really even together. And you'd never really seen a lot of. You know, you've got these fun scenes with Carolyn and Villanelle now, and I haven't seen season two or three in a while, so I can't mm-hmm. really speak to how much they are together or if they were. But and then just these fabricated reasons, just even then, just keep Ill- even Villanelle together or apart till the last minute. And then I think I that made it harder when it's like, look, here's because throughout the series, I, my thought was like, especially early on Villanelle, I couldn't see her and Eve actually having some kind of functioning relationship because they were just too different. Sure. And Villanelle was psychotic. But then Eve got darker. Villanelle tried to not be so dark. And I loved it when they finally got it together at the little kiss on the road, all that. I mean, they had some amazingly awesome moments. Was that sustainable long term? I don't know. But it would have been interesting to just let the let it find out or not do it or not show us this so close to like they finally achieved their mission, which, by the way, the whole show was about killing like the 12. Who was the 12? We never know. It was just (laughs) Villanelle killing faceless people and um it was so rushed and then it's like yeah i looked up at the clock eight minutes till the end of the show and like we're not even to the 12 so Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they hug oh we did it and then boom dead show over eve screaming rebirth whatever here's another thing it did (laughs) not make i feel like they were so determined to have this scene of villanelle happily killing the 12 with eve dancing at a wedding party to show yeah. the difference in them was like, there's no way I get it. They get there. They think Eve's the officiant of the wedding. So Villanelle's like distract them, you know, so Villanelle, like the wedding party was going to have, you know, they're not even connected. Why that, you know, so Eve does this, I'm going to marry these two men and say nice things. And Villanelle kind of sees her and she's talking about relationships. And then Villanelle goes off and kills the 12 while Eve, the wedding's over. You'd, to me, like Eve has spent this whole season trying to get to the 12 and Villanelle's off killing them. Hopefully is Villanelle. Okay. I don't know. Cause instead of after the wedding, after distracting them, instead of going off to find her, Eve dances with the wedding party. She's having right. a good old time. And Villanelle and, and, shows back and to me. That made no sense for Eve to like, just have a party. Right. Cause Eve doesn't just want to destroy them. She wants to know who right. the fuck they are yeah, right. and why they're doing this. And so she, yeah, you're she right. She was heavily like, invested she... aside from Villanelle, yes. you know, like, yeah. yeah. And to just let Villanelle, I mean, even if you had to distract them for a minute, I feel like even if they, it just felt like a very convoluted fabricated reason to have whatever moment they wanted to put. They, and then he did this mix between Villanelle killing and Eve dancing, which there's no way right. in hell, even if Eve had to distract them for a minute that she wouldn't immediately run off to make sure Villanelle was okay. Right. See what the hell, who's the 12? 
Instead, she's having fun right. at the dance party after the wedding, which was ridiculous. Right. And to make sure the job gets done. Right. You know, making right. sure that everything, you know, we took. And Villeneuve doesn't have a gun. She's walking right. in there with no weapons. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's fucking bodyguards or something like. Yeah, yeah it doesn't make any no. sense. I that I feel like the Villanelle dying was not necessarily always going to be a bad thing because a lot of people didn't. And they kind of expected it would or could I expected happen. it. Right. But to be done for them or for them both to die but yeah it just was just not good yeah the way it was handled i felt like was you know and this this was two came after like thinking about it throughout the week and how wow Mm -hmm. she's talking about how eve's got this rebirth from her experience with villanelle and all this but i'm like man eve Mm -hmm. has spent this like finding her true self and her true passion and villanelle was a big part of that and big connection to that and she had finally passionate love with i guess villanelle uh, and all of a sudden it's all gone. It was tragic. I mean, the show's killing Eve. They killed her spirit. Um, they certainly did. And so you, the rebirth comment that was from the showrunner, yeah. correct? Yeah, like her coming the, out of the water in rebirth. Right. Bullshit. <laughs> her rebirth. She's. What is she supposed to do now? Right. What is she supposed to do? Her rebirth. It was her. Well, fuck everything. I'm just gonna do this and be with Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. That realizing that she was like, okay with that. Um, so now right. what, what I did love was that's the, this, the karaoke scene, mm-hmm. uh, you know, her, you know, Yusuf's is like, you have to go have fun. So that she, he takes her to karaoke room and she's having these sort of flashbacks to a time when she had all these people who are no longer in her life together, having a good time. So she has no one. She has, she has no people in her life that she can go back to because right. they're all dead yeah. or they're part of, you know, long gone. And so now this thing that, you know, the passionate thing in her life was, you know, the sort of being, being the spy and Villanelle, what is she supposed to do? She's got, she has nothing left. Yeah. Right. Maybe she, that's not a rebirth. That's rebirth fucking depressing. Next Villanelle. Like she's going to be oh, a, mer- you know, she's just going to go out and Being be a hitman. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, the showrunner, I don't even know. Was she involved in the show? I think she was involved in the show. But I think, I think you're from, right in that different showrunners have different ideas of the characters or where they're going. And all of a sudden, I think in their mind, they thought, cool story. They get their gold. And wow, Carolyn pulls the last big you know, twist and kills Villanelle. And it's like from a show type of thing. And I, you know, and I don't know if they expected to have the, the them together you know the the resonance that had on audiences seeing this happiness and then all of a sudden having it ripped away you know as mm-hmm. a, as someone who puts together a show and a showrunner and the people involved in making a show i don't it's just hard to know how like well you would know you work on shows but they, i don't know that they can ever truly fully appreciate what the audience sees and how they feel about it when they just see the characters and they don't mm-hmm. see the nuts and bolts and everything that goes into it and i know the producer showrunner talked about they thought of like all different endings they mm-hmm. tried to think of all these different scenarios, but you know, and like I said, I don't know that e- Villanelle dying was necessarily the most horrific choice, but the way it played out, you could have at least given them a season together. I don't know something, mm-hmm. but coming up with random reasons for them to not be at least working together when you had it set up perfectly at the end of season three for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So, so let's I mean, say talk about chemistry. They have such good yeah, chemistry. Yeah. Keeping them apart is beyond i don't understand so let's say everything else up to the very end happens the same Mm. so as they're embracing 
a bullet goes out, hits Villanelle, goes through her and hits Eve too. They both die. You see them like Titanic style float in each other's arms, in each other's arms floating to the bottom. Does that change anything? No, because I think, well, the, the Vaughn's are unhappy about lesbians finally found happiness together. Then one dies. I think they would have still been unhappy because they did find happiness sort of. I would assume it's happiness. And then they both die. Like it's still your happiness is rewarded with a tragic ending. Right. So, yeah, I don't think that would have changed a whole lot. I mean, I think people would still been really, really mad. But I do yeah. I do think if they I had looking at lived, them as a happy couple is yeah. to me is sorry. I'm, it's problematic for me. They're in a, like a quasi abusive, obsessive relationship. It's not a healthy. I mean, listen, Tara, that happens. <laughs> you know, if people they were like to go this. on to live, quote, happily ever after one wrong. Oh, one wrong move yeah. by Eve. Well, oh, I don't been, I don't know that I, they would have I, already stabbed each other and life. shot each other like and then they're disagree. like definitely problematic to get. Oh, it is. You know, Villanelle is highly problematic. She has killed so many innocent people. Right. Right. Innocent people and like the, the priest and her, his daughter. So I just think it's hard for I get I totally understand where people are coming from in the barrier gaze, obviously felt that before. But I mean, uh, but so we're disagreeing. We just don't like not just the mm-hmm. outcome, but more that one, a, a queer person died, but more just how it how it happened and the yeah. story behind it. Uh, I mean, I, I technically sure this this can go under the category of barrier gaze, but like, it's not a surprise that Villanelle doesn't make it out of the show alive, no. right? Because again, she's it's very hard to redeem this character, and you know, being a born again Christian for two episodes, and having guilt and going to a, a therapy, born again like, Christian does... who murdered <laughs> an it was daughter <laughs> of a yes, a man who drunk drove and killed his wife right and his daughter innocent yeah brutally yeah very brutal it's not like she succeeded at being a born-again christian she did not no Uh, no that's frowned upon was her motivation to be born again so that to prove to eve that she was better because she's like this is what you're supposed to do well, I think there was a, a person throughout the show this season i think there was some searching like why am i like this yeah, you know, the whole therapy. Can thing. I yes. not do this? So like, she kidnapped the therapist. Yeah, but she didn't mean to knock him out. That was an accident. Okay. I get. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just playing devil's great. advocate here because I love no, Villanelle. I love the chemistry of even Villanelle. I wish they could have had a completely unlikely, ridiculous, um, happily ever after together. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're just like joint assassins, and they go out killing people and they only kill bad people they only kill bad people right well do you want to hear my pitch for what season four should have been yes okay you still start them at odds a bit so maybe they do try to reconcile and then it goes terribly wrong and then they get a tip on the 12 so the whole season building up to the finale is villanelle and eve joining forces with constantine and caroline it's this you know uh, motley crew of people you can't they don't trust each other they don't necessarily like each other 
but they have to team up and one by one they go after the 12. And so each episode is them going after one member of the 12 and you get fun, fun buddy moments that, you know, weird, cool combinations of the, of the four characters. And at the end it's a, it's a standoff, all four of them in a room together, pointing guns at each other. (laughs) That would have been nice. And then the, they all die. Everyone dies. Because <laughs> all four That's of them, I mean, core. except for Eve. Unfortunately, Eve really, I mean. Eve's got to make it out of this. Eve still turns on them at the end, right? Right, right. Maybe, right. yeah. Yeah. But then at least you get you get to see that this, the best part of the show is the chemistry between right. all four yeah. of these main characters. And then yeah. Eve and Villanelle could have just at least got shot, fallen on the floor, died. <laughs> at each other and holding each other in each other's arms, right? Or maybe they they betray the other two and they run off together. They they still that would have been fun. Truck stop. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wish they'd done it. Yeah, but you're right. Those four characters were fantastic, but <sighs> so good. But here's the thing with the yeah uh, killing of Villanelle, as like I said earlier, with Mesh saying they feel perfectly fine that they can skip Winona if the way hot or anything in the show just doesn't click with them because there's right. so much content out there. And I feel like, <clears throat> and I didn't, I was going to look and see, I didn't make a list, but I feel like now more than ever, you have more queer content, more couples and various stages of happiness that yep. I assume won't necessarily end in death. It may end in drama <laughs> and cheating, whatever. Cause that's TV. You gotta, you know, people straight and right. gay couples, they drama. throw obstacles in there. So the fact that, you know, I think some of the outrage with Killing Eve was like, how are we still doing this? Well, it's like, there's a lot of shows where they're not. I feel like this is mm-hmm. a show that did. It was a very high profile show with a high profile relationship that it's, and again, it's the type of show that like, given the lives that they lead and the yeah. world they're in, it's not a shock that one of them ended no. up dead This show was never, you know, this is us, but with queer people. Exactly. It's it's not not a was never show. like family drama, you know. No, it was no, no. a serial pathologic serial killer. Yeah. And a spy. Uh that, you know, you become obsessed with each become other. Become obsessed with each other yeah. in the most problematic of ways. And because you are a gay character, I don't think that makes you bulletproof. Right. I don't think that's fair, especially if you are a serial killer assassin <laughs> who literally <laughs> kills for a living and puts yourself in daily positions to kill or be killed right. eventually your luck is going to run out yes and I you're agree. literally in a situation where you've been told you do not get out of this alive you cannot True. leave this True. this this situation you cannot leave the 12 you cannot ever not be what you are without being killed Right. You and must and die to exit this organization. Right. This was that's they right. told us that from the start. That's what Constantine says to Pam. She's, he's like, eventually, yeah. someone's going to kill you because of this. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. You don't. You don't get out of this alive. No. This is not going to end well. And it did not. So um, it's not a completely out of nowhere result. It's just I. There are ways, and I think it just didn't help that you saw this moment of happiness, and then it was over. Um, how, I, I, I wonder why Phoebe Waller-Bridge did not continue on with the well, series. Was she too busy? And how how different busy. would the yeah. show? Well, too bad because she would have been, I mean, I wonder how the show looks if she stays on. I would have loved seasons. to have seen what would have happened. Yeah. I'd love to know what her ending would have been. Yeah. Well, then the books, everybody like to make a point of the books. They do 
go on and have some sort of life together, whatever that looks like. So I'm going to read those books. Yeah. Um, Go read the books. If you're upset, read the books. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. I'm curious to know, to, to know what, how it turns out. I'm curious as to what these normal quote, normal lives look like. (laughs) Right. Well, yes. On the road. I don't think they do ever have, and it may not even be a long-term thing, but it was just like, ah, Villanelle got to the point where she was sort of, well, who knows if she would have even been good. You know, I don't know. I think they'd get bored with being good and just end up killing each other. Yeah, they would not. (laughs) You're not going to have these two go off in a, we're just going to get a house and a dog and, and get jobs and have this normal life because neither one of them, that That was the whole point. Villanelle (laughs) kind of wanted that. Villanelle's in accounting now. but it would have been interesting to see the show be able to explore like what would that have looked like but you know what you'd also don't want to see the show end with the fact that well the passion's gone it just didn't work they were too opposite and go their separate ways but yeah i don't know i still love the show carolyn constantine by the way they had that flashback episode you know where you find out that Carolyn was basically helped start the 12 and then it turned into something else altogether. But the guy who played young Constantine is his actual son. Yeah. That's that's his real life son. So very good. Good times. Okay. That's fine. All right. Um, And there's also fanfic too, obviously like a huge explosion of fanfics with happy endings are now on AO3. So if you, if you're, uh, if you want to reject this finale, you can replace it with one that you like better as we have to do many times (laughs) in Mm -hmm. shows. Uh But that's why it's there. You know what? Here, the show, it's just like the last minute or two where it goes back. Yeah. So if you want to end with them together, people putting out pictures of them hugging with the end over it for for you, it stops there and then go to fan fiction. Just pause it. At the end of the, like, with the hug. Just don't watch the rest. That's it. Yeah. The end. Yes. All right. We have one last announcement before we wrap it up. Oh, boy. Wendy, take it away. <laughs> Thank you. Merch! We have merch. We're putting merch up. We will send out a link this week. We have some shirts because we had to switch to red bubble because cat right now is wearing one of our old merchandise and it's literally <laughs> just a plain blue hoodie because the logo came off of it with the so, speck of the logo down at the bottom corner literally a speck so we've got handling my uh, chris Cherrier today by saying literally literally, literally. it is literally literally speck uh yeah so we're gonna put that up look for our uh, twitters and stuff to announce it it's gonna be on red bubble <laughs> So we'll let you know when it's active. We have all our little ducks in a row and uh, the, you know, and it's set up and we'll add more as we go, but we'll at least get some basic merch up on the, uh, it includes a hashtag gay for Tara for all you gay for Tara aficionados. Um, but we'll be adding more, but yeah, check it out. Red bubble. We'll put up the list when it's, when it's live. Awesome. Exciting. Yes. Very exciting. All right. Where can they find us on Twitter? At Snot Podcast with one D. Awesome. And on Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. You can send us an email at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. You can go to our website, SheNerdsOut.com, for all your snopping needs. Hmm. One stop snopping. If you'd like to send us some snail mail, uh, you can send that to Snop, P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91510. 
All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, ladies, for this fun and engaging conversation. Indeed. And we'll see you next time. She nerds out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things.